five, four, three, five, four, three, two, go. <laughs> go. That's like our thing. Go. <laughs> go. All right. Welcome back to the Three Scald Saga. Three Scald plus one. Plus one. We have An our extra guest, Scald. Uh, my little brother, Tyler Cochran. Say hi, Ty. Hi, Ty. Who are you playing as, Tyler? Violet and Emerald. Tell me about them. It is a person, elf, that doesn't remember a lot, and they're on a quest to get revenge and get their memories back. Boom. Yeah, Absolutely. Are. And uh, we're going to help them. We're going to help We're going to get those memories, bro. What happened last time... Yahoo, oh. mushroom. Well, you you want to pick this up? Uh, yeah, I'll say a little bit, and I'll pass it, pass the hot potato over to you. Um, yeah, so I broke my favorite favorite bone. Your clavicle, right? My, my, you didn't break it. You didn't break well, it. I don't break, break it. it. It got exposed. It got exposed. My, my favorite bone got exposed. It got scratched. Yeah. And I lost my favorite turban. Ooh. I still can't find my favorite mouse. Yep. And uh, we jumped on the back of this centaur, giant zoid-looking thing. This giant robot? That, yeah. Mecha, if you will? That, that, that this guy's piloting right now, and it's pretty sweet. Me and me and I, I believe me and it. Drew Violet called it a centaur Gundam. A centaur Gundam. I think that's the most appropriate thing, but yeah. it's got like two weird heads, right? It's not like actually like a centaur. Right. It's got like a horse well, anyway, head. And, and we just, we just uh, paid our way into fertility. So you finally got there. Wow. Yeah. From from my finally. perspective, uh, what happened was uh, what had happened was what had happened was, what had happened was uh, <laughs> I went and grabbed an awesome stalagmite. Yeah. I uprooted it. <laughs> valiantly attempted to kill one of those orphan things, which in my own head, I have sworn to eradicate from existence. Now that I know that they exist and but, they're... But they don't die. Really yeah, we're going to find a way. Don't worry about it. Um, that's the real quest. Look. Hidden inside all of this, that's yes, the real quest. Yes, I'm going to oh. figure out a way for these to die. If, <laughs> I am I am despotic and tyrannical in my attempt to eradicate them. The orphans, as they were. Orphans! Uh, also, orphans. uh... Cat thing came out of nowhere while I was cleaning off this Gundam. Yeah, um, almost killed Yaku. Yep, uh, I didn't see that part. I was on the Gundam. I was focused. Yeah. Um, I'm on the Gundam. You just shoot I Yaku, right? finally got it. Well, I do. I do, but I couldn't see him. I'm on the horse, man. I'm focused. I'm not like. I'm not like. I'm not like trying to get into it and then like looking around like, is he okay? Like no. I didn't even see Cat Guy. You don't care about me. I, I didn't even see the Cat Guy. The only person who cares about me is this guy. I didn't even see him. He doesn't even know me. Violet and Emerald. Me. How about this? Stomp the Mongol. Yeah. Stomped him. Yeah. Right? But that was for you, too. That was for everybody. The only thing you care about is killing those goblins. And then, then, I turned myself into their personal transport. It's true. Through the gate. Boom. There you go. Giant, you're our giant carriage now. Yes. <clears throat> All right. So. I'm a horse. As you have entered into fertility, you are now on the cusp of this large bony plateau that stretches almost like a border around the front half. What do you mean bony? It, it's, it's, you look at it. Like we riding on a spine right Does now? it look it's, like bone? It's hard. It's, it's almost like marble. Okay. Is it rigged? No, it's 
kind of smooth. Does it resemble smooth? bone? That's why I said bony. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. I just want to make sure. Is it made of marble bones? I don't ivory. I, you'd have to you it's know science it. Okay. What's what's anything? Right? Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's sort of if there was uh, if you were to take the diameter of this place, um, the first half of that diameter where you are standing in the center. On the border of it is this large plateau, and it has this sort of um, hilly texture. It goes up and down three times, and you're in the center, right? Um, mm -hmm. And on this plateau, it overlooks this valley filled with these different sorts of trees that are all um, in this menagerie that makes this forest inside of this valley. Mm -hmm. To your left, there is this temple that you see and it's made out of this granite stone. And uh, it has this chimney on it where the, there's smoke billowing out from it and it sort of effervesces around the, the top of this place and sort of crawls in every direction. Uh, you can still see through it for the most part, but it's, a, it's, it's almost like a plague upon your sight. And um, throughout the top part of this, you see more stalactites from the ceilings. There are six very large ones that point down, and they are each dripping with this liquid, this watery liquid. Um, to your right, you see that there is another one such stalactite that comes up from the granity surface and goes down into this ivory uh, plateau that you stand on now. And surrounding that are these walls that are made out of mud, um, and they sort of go around in a cylindrical shape. Next to you and surrounding all of you um, are these uh, barbarian types, these, these strong people, these beasts, and, uh, and they are all traveling across this, this portal, not portal, this plateau, either to one side or the other. And uh, while many are going towards the ends of each of this plateau and each of the sides, very few are going down into the valley. And, um, yeah, that's, that's where we begin, gents. Okay. Um, now, I know that we were looking for Alfar yes. previously. So, I, pretty much as, as soon as we get through this, um, now that I'm more calm, I feel more in control of this scenario, yeah. I think my crew is, is just going to utter... In a way that they can hear it, but I'm not like projecting it to anyone. Yeah, you're not like. I, I just, I, I just go. Well, can you sense where your companion is now? Well, as a matter of fact, I can. Yeah. Um. So. Your voice changed. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I think the infection's getting me. <laughs> no. Um. So in the yeah. valley, there is also this one spire, this tower. Um, that, that's made out of cobblestones and it has this sort of Arabian top Those are my on it. Least favorite kinds of stones. And um, you can sense that Alfar's signal is emanating from this tower. Now, the last time we saw Alfar, yeah, Alfar had a jewel on his forehead. A that purple, was, a purple jewel. jewel. Yes, that was no your mouse familiar head. Okay, so we are. That's gonna be a thing later mm -hmm. that we're gonna mm -hmm. talk about. Mm -hmm. But um okay yeah so I can I can sense his direction coming from uh, that tower of yeah. cobbled stones. Mm -hmm. You um, can see that many people are going around 
um, on each wing of this ivory plateau, and there are some that are going down, essentially down the uh, the crusted fecal path that is sort of lining the entryway from uh, the awful pass where you just came from, and now into the forest that is fertility. All right, yeah, I know where he is. He's in that tower. We gotta get over there. He's in. He's over there. Yep, in the cobblestone tower. Hmm. What say you, native lizard elf thing? Let's, Who you is? Let's do it because I can make sure that nobody follows us while we go. Which path should we take? <clears throat> um, violet and emerald. You. You still don't remember this place, but you see all of the telltale signs that there are many fae at work in this realm. Uh, this whole area screams fae, but uh, most of the sprites and their uh, sort of signs, you see that there's flipful sparkles in the distance and uh, these, these small chittering laughter. You can hear them from afar based on your acclamation to their subtler ways. Um, but you know that there are few that are to be found amongst those who are traveling past um, fertility to the end of the, the bridge there. There's going to be more people towards the sparkles. I'm, I'm going to add to what I say to you. Perhaps we should ask another traveler. Let's do it. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, um... Amongst those that are around you, you see that there is one, uh, this sort of snake-like creature whose torso turns into this uh, big ball of fur, and it sort of has this uh, bovine hair coming out of it, mm. and on its face you see that there are, there's just one face of a man, and he has these two sort of longbow horns that jut out like a bison. Um, and he has two fairies that are following him. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to walk toward that and kind of gesture with the horse head that that's who we should ask. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as you do so, you sort of stride past him as he slithers. Mm -hmm. And he notices your uh, iron skin. And he goes, Where did you acquire this mighty steed? Traveler, I don't speaks to you, Yaku. Uh, you don't have to. What's it to you? <clears throat> well, I'm somewhat of a breeder, and many fine steeds do I bring to those who service me. I have uh, not seen such one of great caliber and many moons. How did you bring its skin to come to such an allure? I wouldn't know. It was, I wasn't the one who did it. I, yeah. got, a, I got a guy. I'm, I'm going to speak. I'm, go ahead. Speak. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go. It is but a myth to you, young man. And uh, at this sort of retort, he sort of recoils back a little bit and he says, Oh! So it, it, it has a brain. I'm gonna turn both heads toward him. Sure. As he says that. Yeah. I'm gonna say, I have two brains. Thank you. 
Very well. Ooh, I like that. You would make a fine addition to my repertoire. What would it cost for you to come with me? Indeed I would. A vial of myrrh. No. <laughs> Just one? Simple vial? Listen not to my subservient who rides upon my back, very fortunately. <laughs> he, is, he is but a, a simple thing of only one consciousness. Um, at, at this, he's, his fairies actually go towards him, sort of whisper in his ear. He has, like, these big-ass, you know, uh, ox ears mm -hmm. coming out of his head. And, uh, he, he turns around and he sort of jerks really fast and notices that you have, uh, violet and emerald on the back of the back of mm -hmm. the steed. And he says, Ugh! Why would you commiserate with such a vile, affling creature? This vile athling just happened to save my life. So you must be in liege with them. Perhaps he is in liege with me. A machination of the fair. Are you not in charge of those who whisper so dearfully in your ear? Indeed. And perhaps it would be such a happening that I would be in charge of those who would whisper in mine. Look, buddy, we just need directions. Directions? Why would I talk to you? We have to get to that cobblestone tower. The cobblestone tower? Sure. Yes, that spire in the distance. Why would... Heart. An atheling wishes to collude with a witch? Which witch? The witch of the spire? What is her name? I've dealt with witches before. Her name? Well, my stables, several have come from fertility. They've called her Lady Opal. But why would you care? Uh, I guess Blasphemers. If I, if I keep going with this. Okay, cool. uh, I'm going to, like, you know how horses will, like, sit down? I'm sure. going to fold the legs yeah. and sit down. So you take a perch. Yeah, I'm going to take a perch <laughs> as these guys are on the back, and then I'm going to come out of the horse, and I'm going to say, I will reveal to you the power beneath my skin, and then I'm going to come out of the horse. Sure. Um, and this, as I nestle so near him. So, as you do this, um, you see that his demeanor is more or less disgusted, mm -hmm. just at the fact that... Um, you have the athling here, and he's, you kind of get this vibe that he's more of a, a friendlier type yeah. that, that'll let things pass by, oh, yeah. but he is also very tough, and he does have this great axe-like oh, yeah. thing in his hand. I, as I come out, I will say, perhaps we would find ourselves in better kinship if we were to discuss things privately. So, um... And I look at both of you, kind of like looking for approval. I'm like, is that cool? Sure. So he looks at you very strangely. He's unfazed by the fact that you just crawled out of the skin of the Iron Beast. Mm -hmm. um, but he's, he, he responds saying, Well, time is money. Walk with me if you wish to gain whatever wanderer knowledge you must. How long, how long do you think you'll survive out here? If your time is money, 
My time is priceless. Your time is priceless, huh? Fine. Walk with me. Wonderful. Uh, we, we stroll. I, I walk alongside him with his fairies. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as we get, like, just out of earshot of these two, I'm going to look down to him and say, What is the name that you might call yourself, young, um, creature? They know me as Raal Mordek. Raal Mordek. After my father and my father's father. That is a name that rings with nobility. It is. It is of great esteem. Yet where would be the noble garb to don such a creature as yourself? Do you not see my beard, fool? Ah, yes. How foolish was I to miss such a beard? I was looking for a symbol or uh, perhaps some mark of status. He, uh, he grabs his beard, which is... Uh, it's, it's a very dull blue color, um, and it's, it's quite long, Mm -hmm. and, uh, he sort of, like, pulls it all out in front of you, like, like, what the, what the fuck, like, (laughs) you're an idiot, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, um, and he says, well, peasant, what would you have me, Ralmordek, the stable master, speak quickly. Ramodek, have you not known a peasant to climb to a status equal to yours? Nay, but if you are the spirit of that beast, then perhaps we can work something out. Is he is he my height or is he lower to the ground? Pretty I, big. I, I feel like he's like he's like a good fourteen feet tall. I'm going to round myself and extend a hand to him. Uh, not not in like handshake, but yeah. kind of open palm, like I'm presenting something to him. I say, Ralmodek, as noble as you are, I am truly confident that someday we will find ourselves as equals and as friends. Hmm. So, you're not opposed to traveling far? I'm not opposed to travel at all. This is farther than I've ever been. I've left my own kingdom with the desire to forge a new one. Let me surmise. You fell from the circle at the awful pass. Yes. Hmm? Say again. Yes. You know nothing of this place. I know quite a bit thus far. Surely. Illuminate me. I will only acquire more knowledge. But I know this. It is he who is wise that does not relinquish the knowledge he acquires. Then why should I relinquish any morsel to you, wanderer? Because you are wise enough yourself to recognize the wisdom of another. Sure. Then you would be wise. Relinquish. Uh, I'm gonna do a theatric check on that. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm do theatricing the shit out of Give this. Give me this. All right, cool. Uh, cool. I've got a two on that, and I'm gonna throw down a three. So three to five. There you go. All right. Yeah, you pass. So you pull off that line pretty well. Um, but he responds to you saying, um, "And you would be wise to offer me." Your vermilion steed, 
Speak, wise one. My steed will be yours, but it will be yours for reciprocity. Speak your terms, wealth. We seek to one, restore the companion to my dear friend back there, not the Aetheling, but my friend Yaku. And we seek twice to find ourselves in a much more hospitable, much more societal settling here. There be two heads upon my steed, and I wager both of them for this favor returned. Hmm. Indeed. Well, if you look for societal luxuries, you might as well follow me to the one tree, the tree of trade, where I dwell with my stables. This is perhaps the most uh, caring place besides fertility and the halls of the true queen. But the true queen will not help you. She would only turn you into a jester or a slave. But I would make you great for that steed, surely. Raul, I believe in you. And I want to believe every word you say. But as we have both spoken, we are both wise. And I will not be able to relinquish both heads of my steed unto you until we have reached such societal gains and also restored the familiar of my friend Yaku. Are these agreeable terms? You said that it dwells within the spire? Yes, it does. Then you are a damned man. And why would that be? He sighs with this grumbling, bovine, uh, you know, like, four-stomached <laughs> yawn. <laughs> and he says, uh, Well, your little friend of your little friend is indeed the slave of the witch herself. What is this witch? Lady Opal of the Spire. Lady Opal of the Spire. Yes, of course, that would be her name. But, but what is this witch? What is this witch? Yes. She is the one who, who dwells in domain above fertility, but she and is not one who is kind, especially to wanderers and, and athelings. And her purpose with my friend would be... A better question, wise man, would be your purpose with her friend. Relinquish your steed to me and I will make you great. Abandon your folly. Deal not with Lady Opal. If it is my steed you wish, it will be relinquished once both terms have been met. Are these agreeable terms? Or are we both damned for our wisdom? Uh, make a theatrics. 16 to 18. <laughs> Dire blow. Again. 
again, you bastard. <laughs> Brutal. Somebody say. Brutal. Um, Brutal. So, he is stunned by your words, and uh, he says, Fine, but know that I will only tarry three days. Three times twelve orchestras of the valley. As, as he's saying this, and I'm thinking and listening to him, uh, I, I say, Do you not have companions who could spare perhaps more time? He looks to his sprites. And Are you he... not a noble man who oversees the lives of many? Or have I mistaken you? And your marvelous, marvelous beard. He uh, he kind of shakes it in uh, in anger, and <laughs> he says, "Fool, you know not what I've risks on this long trip." No, I do not. You know not to whom you speak. No, I do not. He turns to his fay, and they sort of turn back to him, and they shudder, and they're like, "No, I don't want none of this," you know. <laughs> but uh, he he slowly pulls forth with two of his gigantic fingers, each of which are probably the size of your own head. Mm -hmm. And he, he takes the wings of one of them and he places it in the palm of your outstretched hand. Mm -hmm. uh, and he says, Her name is Yal. If you abuse her, I will know. I promise you, no abuse to her shall come from me. Relinquish your steed to me now, and you will be paid upon relinquish of Yal herself at the Tree of Trade. I will rest my steed with you at your Tree of Trade, and continue on with Yal. But the steed shall not be rightfully yours until we have returned with Alfar. This is judicious. Yes, it is. This is proper. Respectful. Lie, bring me a scroll. And the other fly, the other sprite, mm -hmm. produces a small writ of paper. And uh, he hands it to you, resting on the, the top of his forefinger's nub. Mm -hmm. And he tells you to write your name on it. You don't have any influence. Perfect. Um, I'm actually, I'm going to uh, bite on my own finger. and The write... not mechanic one. Yeah. And write my name in blood on it. Boom. There you go. Mm -hmm. um, then afterwards, he brings it up to his large, uh, many-toothed mouth. And he just... <laughs> he spits on it. Perfect. Um, and then he says, what is done is done. Meet me in the Tree of Tales, and you'll have your bounty. The Tree of... The Tree of Trade. Tales? It is known by many names. Wonderful. To those who seek... They shall find. And then um, he, he sort of begins to bugger off and he says, Tarry not in the companionship of witches or athlings, for you shall never gain what you seek. Wisdom from those who dwell within the world without skies. Thank you for your counsel. And then Raoul Mordek uh, takes your iron steed and he sort of touches its forehead, mm -hmm. and he's able to animate it and just follows him. Great. Yep. Yep. Uh, but it's not rightfully his. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. not rightfully his. 
Uh, so as as he goes over and touches the steed, obviously yeah. you guys are still on it, and I'm gonna be gesturing for you to get off. Boom. But I now have a little sprite following me. Mm-hmm. I tried to drive it. Did you? It fell over. Fell over. <laughs> so and then I got out. Wait, 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 wait. So, uh, so while we were gone, but like like let me get the, you get in, and then the horse just goes. <laughs> and then I get back out. <laughs> All right, so we come over to a fallen over. Yeah. yeah. So uh, as you sort of regroup, mm-hmm. Yal speaks to you, Mashru, because you're the one that she has been vested to. Okay. And she says, um, I will serve you, but I will not interact with that one. And she eyes over to... Um, Violet and the Emerald, mm-hmm. and she says, um, if you require me to do anything egregious, I will leave you and return to the Tree of Trade, and you will never see your steed again. Do you understand? As she says this, yeah. I'm going to turn around, yeah. and I'm going to make an intimidation check, because I have yeah. that. Um, At who? At her. At her? Yeah. Cool, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say uh, two, two to four. Okay. Um, and I'm going to, when I turn around, I'm going to say, I believe I struck a bargain with the person, with, with Rawl, yeah. who owns you. And you will be doing exactly as I say. I will not make you interact with the Aethling. However, I will make you interact. Yeah. And you will be a willing participant participant in returning my friend's companion. You know nothing of the way of the sprites and flies, my sir, but I will serve you for now. For now. Wonderful. Awesome. So, you regroup with... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to turn around. Friends, we have made a companion. We know where I'll... Far is. However, I have been told of a tree of trade, and I believe that it might be in our interest to stop there and get a little more information before we continue on to the spire. Um, at that, the the fly y'all speaks yeah. up and says, "The sprite." Yeah, same thing. Um, the tree of trade is it's much farther on than you understand, my sir. If you wish to to get respite, I would visit the alchemist. Is is she saying this where they can hear it? Yeah, she's right next. She's on your shoulder. Basically. So she's on my shoulder and she says this, and I say, uh, "Is anyone familiar with this alchemist?" No, you're not. No. Who is this alchemist, y'all? Do please inform all of us. She dwells yonder, and she points to the crystalline spire with the mud hut in. Uh, Surrounding it, and it's on the uh, the other side of the plateau. Mm. You were kind of trailing right ways, and she, or you were kind of trailing left ways, and she's right ways. The the spire. Well, does anyone have any objections? Uh, I do. Yes, the spire is closer. It's not. It's not. Okay, never mind. I don't. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Wonderful. 
Onward to the alchemist. Please lead the way, y'all. Uh, she literally just points and says, your eyes not see? Mm-hmm. It is it is a thing not described. No, no, y'all, I mean, I mean you will be floating in front of us as we march there. Surely. Yes, thank you. Speak not to the barbarous, lest they accost you for more than just gold. We shall not speak to them, y'all. Um, and, and then I turn around and I go, you guys don't talk to them, mother of <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, you sort of break the stream of the, these warrior people who are kind of just marching forth yeah. across, uh, the edge of the plateau, mm-hmm. and you're able to go back around the, the fecal, uh, stream that goes forth from the sphincter that leads to the awful pass, and then, uh, after, let's say, a half hour or so... You're able to get to the well, alchemists as as we pass the fecal. You have a moment to talk and converse. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to you and I'm gonna go. Is that everywhere? What are you referring to? Uh, the shit, the literal shit piled up that I have seen ever since I've entered this place. Yes, very much so. But not everywhere. <laughs> I wish to find a place where none of that exists so openly, so offensively. Probably further off beyond the Gorlands. Tree of Tree of Trade. Wonderful. As soon as we get out far, we're going to the Tree of Trade. I have to warn you, a lot of travelers go there. A lot of un... Ruly circumstances, stances, stances, yes, happen. Unruly. How so? Wars. Inside a tree. Around the tree. It's very popular. Is there perhaps a place where one might battle for recognition in one-on-one combat? Yes. yes. After we get off thought, we'll go into the tree of trade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I just want to get off far. Yeah, yeah. So. Do you have anything that you want to talk about? It's more like heading to the south. Yeah, yeah. You, there's a fairy now, so you can ask. I feel like I feel like you might ask me where the arm comes from, or like. Oh yeah! Now oh, that yeah. we have a second. What's with the arm? As I turn, I go. Yeah, cool. You know very well. I've brandished this arm ever since I became a prize fighter. You were never a prize fighter. And there was never an inferno. And there was never an inferno. Yaku, I literally fought inside of the Colosseum that we named the Inferno for <laughs> years. <laughs> I was the champion. You were the I, prize fighter of the Inferno. As a matter of fact, Yaku, uh, I have an issue I would like to speak to you about. Yeah. Was there not a particular witch that you were supposed to poison in order that I might defeat her in combat? The only witch I have ever met was the one who bound me to Alfar. Whose name is? I never got a name. It's Mesreel. Oh, I, I got her name. Mesreel. Mesreel. Right, I forgot her name. I forgot her name, but I just remembered it, so... You mean the very witch I tasked you to poison 
gifted you a bejeweled mouse. <laughs> is bejeweled a thing in this? So the thing is, is you're kind of making it canon now. But, but that bejeweled only, exists here. That only happened after you got into the portal, so that was when that took place. No, it, but yeah, no. Uh, he hasn't always had that jewel on his head. That that happened after we fell in the after we fell in the hole. And so what of Mother's real? I haven't seen her in years. Didn't you kill her in your time? Yeah, but but like So wouldn't you say that? Oh say right, that? that's right. Damn, I killed her. Getting. Yeah, I killed her. I did kill her. What? I killed her years ago. You do not. I saw her with my own eyes. I, I fought her, her in he the used Viper's Venom. I killed her years ago with Viper's Venom as a mouse. That's how I Got my body back. I I put my my left hand very yep. calmly on your shoulder. Yep. And I say, Yep. It takes a lot of gall to lie to a prize fighter. <laughs> and I respect that. <laughs> Let's see here. Yep. But I asked you to murder Musriel. It takes a lot of gall to assume. I'm yep. a liar. But hmm. I'm not assuming anything, my good friend yep. Yaku. You are telling me that I am a liar. I am telling you to your face that I fought Mazriel right before I fell into this hellish hole. Well, this doesn't make yep. any sense because I killed Mazriel years ago after she bound me to Alfar. Yeah. None of this makes sense to me, Yaku. None of this makes sense to me. The, me uh, either. The fairy, y'all, whispers in your ear, Mushroom. This is, uh, this is an interesting circumstance. She knows. Do you know of the lovers who lost each other while they were still as one? Speak, you what now, wench? They were poised to destroy each other because they didn't know who they were. You remind me of these pair. And she even turns to the athling, like, as if he should know that story as well. <laughs> Do you know that story? No. As she turns, I, I turn and look at you. And... I could cast a spell to figure out who's uh, telling the truth. Well, I mean, you could try to read her mind, but that wouldn't oh, yeah. necessarily be the same thing. Mm. But yeah. Um, so now you've arrived at the alchemist's lair. Okay. You see that the, the the walls that which you once thought were mud mm -hmm. is actually more shit. Yeah. But it doesn't smell that bad. As um, we get there, though, I'm just going to go, of course. <laughs> actually, um, as you get closer... It smells of different spices and um, different sorts of meats that are being boiled. Mixed, mixed with and shit. And you can, you can see the sort of effervescence of steam sort of come up, and then it trails off towards the ceiling, but then once it gets to a certain point, it turns into this... Uh, it disperses amongst both the bottom of the ground and the top. Mm. It's just weird as, sort of effect. As, as that's happening, I, I turn to Yaku and I say, Look, Yaku, poopery. Uh, <laughs> clever. 
Um, so yeah, you turn around the corner and you see that it's kind of this, um, it, the, the walls of, of mud sort of trail out very far in this V shape with the crystal as the point in the center of the V. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, um, towards the very center of that where the V is, there is this small wall that sort of makes this cottage and it has these two very large, uh, oval stained glass windows mm -hmm. that are inside of each of them. In one of the stained glass windows, you see that there is this, uh, this dolphin-esque creature. Mm -hmm. And then in the other one, there is a beetle. Mm -hmm. And then there are these two very thin, like extremely thin red doors that come out from the mud walls. Mm -hmm. um, and they're so small that perhaps only one or two, or one person could fit through there at once. Okay. And you see that sitting around this are um, several different smaller creatures, uh, humanoids such as yourself, those who might be called wanderers, mm -hmm. and then clamoring amongst the, on the walls are a handful of orphans as well. Mm. Uh, I'm going to turn to y'all as we're approaching these doors, and I'm going to say to her, uh, well, actually, hold on. I, I'm going to turn to Yaku. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go, Yaku. Yes. You've always been the brains of our outfit. I was only the brawn. Yeah. I'm going to allow this sprite to give you all the information you need. And I turn to y'all and I say, say, y'all, please inform my friend of everything you know about this place while I enter and take in its aesthetics. <laughs> and then I'm going to stride forward. As you wish, And I'll, and I'll, I'll say... I'll turn back around and I'll point at you and I'll go, What was your name? Violet and Emerald. Violet. Come with me. Sure. Um, so then, are you going to, like, converse with... Uh, I'm going to stride forward with Violet if he's going to come with me. And if not, like, I'm just going to turn around like he's going to listen to what I'm going to say and, like, sure. walk in. Bravado. Yeah. yeah. WWE. I got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, um, So, which conversation should we do first? We'll do the one with Yaku. Okay. So this is the alchemist's abode. What questions do you have for me, wanderer? As she says this, I turn around and I go, Tell him everything you know, y'all! And she's sort of... She seems like a very tired person in general. Like, like she wakes up at 11.30 and goes to bed at 8.30. Because okay. that's her internal yeah. clock, you know? Yeah. Like that kind of vibe. That hole that I fell in to get here, what is? what was that? It's a door to one of the realms above. It's very common. You don't... Well, I mean, you are a wanderer. Is that very common here? Because that's not very common where I'm from. Indeed, yes. Um, there are many doors, even... If, especially to your realm. Which is quite annoying, if I'm being completely frank. What realm would that be? Gaia. Earth. How many of these realms are there? Have you ever tried counting the stars in your gentle world in the night sky? Yeah. Indeed it is the same, Wanderer. Um... 
What about... She's saying there's as many friends. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to take it all in. How often do people fall here? How often does your star rise from the east and then go forth and set in the west? How often do people die and become buried inside of the dirt that you call earth? You're answering all my questions with questions. I want answers. So do we. I'll entertain you. This forest is where I was born. Fertility is the name. It, it is the, the pelvis, the anus, the penis of Tsorosid. Here is a very gentle place. If you wish to survive in this realm, in spite of my employer's concerns and uh, recommendations, I would say remain here. Spill no blood. Make no fires. Eat the pine cones. Eat the grass. Even the squirrels. But uh, tamper not with that witch. I would, I would not do that. Well, I have to. Do you wish to know the truth behind your little friend? I would. He is a spell. He is an, a spell that lost its way and somehow left this aged world, but was doomed to return just like the rest. He is one who captures memories from the minds of those deemed treacherous and enters into the maw of her sultry, gaping maw, her mouth of mouths that devours all. I would not wish to regain that sort of friend, sir. Heavy. Is that what you think? Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I say, wow, Doc, this is heaven. <laughs> Do you wish to live in this realm? Do you wish no, to I wish to live back home, where I came from. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's a great joke. <clears throat> Do you wish to survive? Yes. Stay with the alchemist. Do her bidding. Ask for not more than you receive. Soon you may not even need to eat food anymore. And as the pupa becomes a butterfly or a moth, so too will you change and learn to adapt to your new life. And maybe even survive in the tree of trade. <laughs> Tree of <laughs> Tales, Tree of Trade, many names. Uh, and you could do well there. Do you wish to meet the alchemist? 
I wish for this conversation to be over. I've heard all I had to hear. So be it. And then she whisks back to your okay. shoulder. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, do you have a little combo with our man, Violet and Emerald? Yeah. I say, Violet, tell me, what do you know of this place? It's where the beast went. It's where the beast has hidden itself. I need to get to it in order to obtain my memories back. What is this beast? It's a rat that steals memories. It's a rat that steals Good, good one. That's funny. That's. It also ate my spirit. Your sprite. sprite. <laughs> like that one back there. Yes. Was your sprite smaller than a rat? Yes. Huh. Interesting. Um. Wait. What do you know of this alchemist here? I know nothing. I'm not kind of gesturing. I know nothing of the spire, nothing of the people here. I know nothing of the alchemist. Wonderful. Uh, I'm going to do... I, I, I say this to you, and I also say this out of game. I'm going to do a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just kind of turn. <laughs> so like you look at the camera. <laughs> what are you looking towards? Uh, I, I'm looking to take in as much information as I can. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna give you a perception check, and I'm gonna give I'm me. gonna throw down uh, ten. Ten. Yeah. Damn you, Kevin Miner. Yes, <laughs> I'm so good at this. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, fun fun fact. Mm-hmm. I only play roulette when I go to casinos. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not a joke. We're gonna have only. To... How do you start rolling dice? Seriously. When I go to casinos, I, I, I sit at that table where you tell the guy what you want to drink and they bring it to you. <laughs> a slot machine? No. Oh. You sit at the table, there's a guy on the side. A bar? That's the one. Uh, okay. That's, I win that game every <laughs> oh, time. I, I play really I ask him what I, I ask, oh, okay. He asks what I want and I get it. So, anyway. Um, perception check me. All right. And you're just trying to take in all the information? Yeah, I want every bit of information you're willing to give me right now. <laughs> okay. Like, like, I'm so... Beware, he's going to answer all your questions. I, questions. like, okay, with, with megalomania, right? Yeah. Which is, which is one of my flaws. Yeah. Agnes, right? Uh-huh. So, so, I am, I am so... I... My dreams and ideals are, are, are pride and glory, right? So, yeah. so I'm very proud of my ability to see things, and I'm such a megalomaniac that... From my perspective cone upon the world as Mushroom, I assume that I am the focal point and that everything is information meant for me. Now give me all of it. Yes. Thank you. You're like uh, the villain from The Walking Dead. Yes. With a baseball bat. Yes. The Amy. world is your... Yeah, it is. It's, it's your, your stage. Got it. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, you look back out into fertility and you're on the... You're actually quite a bit ways in on the plateau. I thought I was inside the alchemists. Place. You're in, yeah, that's I'm on the yeah, plateau. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you kind of walk around the edge of the the wall that funnels it away. Yeah. And you look out onto everything. You sort of take a glimpse. You you breathe in. Have a moment of zen, mm-hmm. and you see that um, there's many different colors. And different kinds of trees. Okay. 
in the forest in the valley. Mm. You see that at the very back, it's hard for you to discern because um, you're still very much acclimating to this realm. Mm -hmm. When you first got here, it was hard for you to see anything at all. Mm -hmm. But now um, you're becoming more grounded and you're adapting. Mm -hmm. And as you focus, and it really takes a good minute or two, you're able to look past out into uh, even farther. And it takes all of your mental energy, like, you're not even noticing different beings passing by you going into the alchemist's domain. Um, you see that there's this, this bridge um, way far out above the forest, and the bottom of it is covered in these different mosses and vines, mm. and among the top of it juts out all of these different trees of different colors. Some of them have red leaves. Some of them are very much akin to sequoia trees and cedar trees that you see on Earth. Uh -huh. Um and in the middle of that bridge, you, you can actually see that there's this one figure sitting there in a, a meditative stance. This black figure with two heads, and it looks like a goat. Mm -hmm. And um, you see there's a, there's a large amount of flies that are just buzzing around it. Mm. Um, and you see that even just for a split second as this dancing star sort of uh, makes its waltz around each of the spires of the crystals that are jutting forth from the ceiling, uh -huh. uh, down from the chasm mm -hmm. above uh, the forest and the trees itself. And then as your eyes follow the ends of each of those stalactites, you see that their, their dew drips down upon the forest, and each of the trees that are out there um, seem to be bigger than, than those around them. There are many large trees, mm -hmm. um, in the but forest, the biggest like ones are under the... Are under the spire uh, crystals, mm -hmm. because they're being fed that dew. Are the spire crystals a different color? Um, most of them, them are pink. Most Some of them, them are pale. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then as you follow the dance of the little star, uh, you see that it nears the other edge of the plateau, which is kind of almost opposite you now. Okay. And you see that temple again. And you see that it's made of this pewter-esque gray stone, uh -huh. and that there is this uh, this smoke coming up from it, and you can... What color is the smoke? It's very much a dark gunmetal gray. Okay. And you can sort of get this vibe from it that... Um, so it's smoke it's, from wood. Then. Yeah. Okay. Well, not just wood, but you can, you can make that assumption. Wood and stuff. Mm. But you get this vibe um, that it's not welcome that's very much a part of whatever is happening on the plateau mm -hmm. and that smoke effervesces into that side of fertility mm -hmm. and um, you can even if you take enough time and I assume you are now you can notice that the leaves and the branches of the trees are sort of swatting it away trying to get it to leave them mm -hmm. and okay. then as you focus down in the forest you see that that many of the trees are moving very fast okay Yep. Cool. Great. So that's what you get. All right. Uh, I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to Violet and say, "What is that movement in the trees? Do you surmise?" Probably a tussle of wild animals. You also know that. Um, amongst them, probably 
spirits, the trees themselves. What kind of spirits? They're elementals. They're just spirits. They're spirits. spirits. The trees. The am trees. I still, am I still like way far away? You're sort of nearing the. Oh, I'm catching up. Are the they guys wait for me? Friendly spirits. Yes. Hmm. Where is this alchemist that we are looking for? In the mud hut. You're right there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> is this alchemist a full I turn mind? around and I say, Yaku! Y'all! Y'all! <laughs> y'all get over here. <laughs> let us, y'all, let us see this alchemist. You're lucky that you have me, sir. I am lucky that I have you, aren't I, y'all? Now tell me everything you know about this alchemist. Thank you. She sort of curtsies at your flattery, and she's like super fucking vain, so she just like like <laughs> takes it in, you know? She's like, of course I am. Mm -hmm. um, and then she says in her tired sort of drawl, well, my master has quite an air with the alchemist, and were it not for my presence... You would be sitting here like the rest of these fools for probably 30 orchestras or more. Ah, but instead we will have an immediate audience. That's what you're saying. Yes, correct, y'all? Yes, correct. Wonderful. Thank you, y'all. So, Let's proceed. So uh, she buzzes forth, mm -hmm. and she knocks on the door, and she says these words that are... Um, sort of blurred in your minds. You can't exactly hear them. Uh, yeah, as she does that, I'm going to grab Yaku. I'm going to go, Hey, What buddy. did she say to you? Uh, are we able to get home from here? Uh, she implied that that was not going to be a... Oh, hold on. She... She implied... She implied that that was not an option. Going home. Yes. So, what you're saying is we need to make a new home. And she also implied that Alfar is not coming back. Ah. Yeah. Not coming back. To us. She implied that Alfar is a spell. <laughs> what kind of spell creates a mouse bejeweled upon its head? Mouse. Apparently she's a spell You that... said mouse. Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, yes, apparently yes, this mouse, mouse is a spell that steals the memories of men. <laughs> yeah. Slabs his fists upon this table. Where is this mouse? In the cobblestone tower I've been trying to get to this whole damn time. <laughs> as as this is happening, I go. He goes, oh huh. shit. <laughs> you guys, we're all looking for the same thing. It's all far. We gotta get him. He's got his memories, he's got your hopes and dreams, and he's got my, my ticket to figuring out even more about this world that I will eventually be king of. <laughs> Why would you want to be a part of this world? Why would you want to be the king of shit? Um, it's in a literal penis. Excuse me. There's butts here. <laughs> Allow me to enunciate. You are a, a person of this plane, yes? Yes. You understand that what matters most upon this plane seems to be power and currency, yes? And shit. Hold on. Yes. So, he who acquires the most 
power and currency would be he who is in charge, yes? Yes. Wonderful. That is my prime purpose in life. I've been doing this since I was a child. Okay, but, Mashru, wouldn't you much rather be king of a place that isn't shit? I, I look at you endearingly and go, Yaku, if I'm king of this place, I guarantee I will have all of the access to the information I need to send you and Alfar home. And I turn to you and I say, Violet, if I am king of this realm, not only can I get you your memories back, I can make sure they stay with you. I say you take it. Take the deal. This place is a hotbed for many people like yourself. And ringworm. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I accept. And then I turn up to the sky. I accept you! <laughs> so after all of this happens, uh, a good, yeah. let's say, ten minutes linger before y'all comes back and the little crimson doors open up very quickly and very succinctly. She comes back, uh, she rests upon your shoulder, Mushru, mm -hmm. and she says... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tickle her too. I'm in much better mood now. Actually, <laughs> she uh, she definitely rejects your. <laughs> That's wonderful. I chuckle at her rejection. Okay. No. Um, she says, "Follow me, and all will be made normal." I do want to make a side comment to you. If we go about doing this the way you want to do this, you got to do something about the smell. Oh, first thing on the list, hundred percent. Also, those little dudes, mm -hmm. orphans. Oh yeah. Get a home for him. I'm going to eradicate them. All right, perfect. 100%. Maybe, maybe you could enslave them first, have them remove all the shit, and then eradicate them. Yaku, do you remember when um, there was, there was, there was a, a yeah. young upstart of prize fighters that were coming after me and my position as the champion yeah. in our city? Do I remember this? Was this still a thing? In no, this is very much no. different. He died. I don't know you, what this is. He died when you were probably 16 years old because he was the bully. Right. And right. he was poisoned and there was acid thrown on his face. Okay. Because of okay. all the stuff he was doing. So, okay. Back in the scene. Mm -hmm. No. I saw you die when I was 16. There was acid thrown in your face. <laughs> what? I like saying that. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I I have no twin. I have no brethren. Certainly, this is not what you saw. Uh, yeah. Nope. Yep. <laughs> I saw you die, cause you were you were a bully, and you used to beat me up and beat my friends up, and beat my brothers up. True. True. True on all accounts. Yes. Yes. Okay. You never fought anyone who was actually, um, what. Your size. You never fought anyone that was honorable in fighting. <laughs> you only Yaku. You only picked on people who were smaller than you. Yaku. Allow me to correct you. And I start just enumerating the people I am vanquished. <laughs> I'm like, Yaku, I I am And some of these names some of these names are yeah. familiar to me in my universe. Yeah. Defeater of Jarell. 
Does no. He of <laughs> yeah, you I'm just listening. I'm listing off people that you know exist, and I'm like, no, he was killed by Justin. <laughs> but wait, <laughs> you you have the information to piece together that I might be from different right. Place. I don't have that yet, so I'm just I'm boom, listing them boom, off. Boom, boom. Yeah. Yep. So then after this happens, uh, mid conversation even, uh, y'all comes back and says, "Yep, she's ready to see you. You're welcome." And then you tickle her chin. Y'all walk in. Right? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. as you do so, you uh, you see. That there is a very elaborate laboratory set up. There are these laboratory. Yeah, there are these crimson wooden tables. Should and we do perception checks again? I'm just giving you a lot right now. Um, there and on them are these several beakers and all these very ornate glass shapes um, mm-hmm. of different colors. And there's these different different things boiling in them. In the back, you see that there are large pewter uh, cauldrons and there are different things brewing and bubbling and that's where the steam is coming from. Uh, you see that there is a woman there with with this brown, dark brown skin, and she has these braids of hair, and uh, they're of many different colors, and she has these large, beautiful, opal eyes. Mm. And uh, she, she has this dress on her that's blue and very respectable. And next to her, likewise, is sitting a, a figure with this very tall blue robe on. And, uh, male or female? Male. Okay. Said opal eyes. I think you said something about <clears throat> witch. And um, you see that this person before you has these three flies, these three sprites that are on his shoulder. They are yellow, orange, and green. Oh, there's a lot of them. And you, you notice that this is indeed the same blue sorcerer that you saw before, but before you're able to discern anything else, um, an innumerable flash of lights sparkles before you, and you each fall unconscious. Oh, whoa. What? Yep. Okay. All three of us? Or All three. Of you? Okay. okay, great. Uh, what, what now? Now we'll do your soliloquies. That's the end? Yep. No! Yep. Yep. What? Yep. That's it? Yep. Oh, what? Oh, God. Soliloquies. Yaku. I went first, first last time. I'll go last this time. Okay. Um, all, all that I thought I knew about this place is changing. Yep. I don't know the truth of Alfar. I think this guy knows something. The, the about, I think, yeah, I think he, Violet and Emerald, knows something about Alfar that I don't. And I don't believe that Mashru and I are from the same realm. Mm. And what do you feel about that? Scared, uncertain, and... Mm. But, but somewhat, somewhat... I don't really care. Yeah, you're jaded. I'm just kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm numb to it now. There's been so much going on where it's just kind of like, of course, of course, this is yeah. my only real friend, Elfar, is that's yeah. what I care about. You're sort of being molded by this new weird world. Right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Would you like Fate's Favor or an Experience Point? I think you already have Fate's Favor. I, I did Experience Point for the group last time. So you don't have Fate's Favor? No. Okay, so now I'm, it's your I'm choice. Gonna do, I'm going to do Fate's Favor. All right, so we're still at four experience for the group? Yep. yep. Okay. Mushroom. 
Uh, my, my soliloquy, it's like an internal monologue, right? I'm oh, gonna, yeah. Okay. Uh, Mushroom, uh, when he falls unconscious, I can almost imagine his voice reverberating yep. in his own head, like his own inner monologue. Like, like he's, he's unconscious, but his own inner <laughs> monologue keeps going. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, he's just, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, uh. Like the first rays of dawn might be horrific upon that of the hero's brow, so have I found myself now in a world both teeming with pain, burn, and burning. Amidst that world, <laughs> and amidst that, a new challenge itself emerges. For at the end of one fight begins another. The doors are never ending. For that of the champion, and I will be champion of this realm, certainly, and for surely ever. Tune in next time. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then, and then he kind of, in, in his own mind, he goes, But when I wake up, I'm going to have a word with that sorcerer. <laughs> Boom. Would you like face favor or experience point? Oh, we're doing experience. Alright. I got face favor. So we'll right. get five experience points. Potentially after the group is over. Yeah, we're at that right now. Before we do Violet and Emerald's uh, soliloquy, we'll do a cutscene uh, that's pertinent to his soliloquy. Okay. Um, the there are nine arms that take your body. They drag you without kindness, Violet and Emerald. They put you on a crimson slab of one of these wooden tables and and from these nine arms there are produced eight knives, scalpels and they likewise are unkind to you but you would not know this for the seven spells spoken over your body that would keep you in slumber and on this table, this one table Six lacerations are made with great efficacy, with great precision. What? And they take from you five organs. Your heart, your liver, your stomach, and each of your eyes. And they're placed into four different jars, each numbered for different things. And they go into three different shelves uh, for three different purposes. And two different figures loom over you as this process takes place. The alchemist herself, with her brilliant white eyes, her dark complexion, and the many shades of her braids. And likewise, this blue sorcerer, with his dark eyes, his green face, and his scorn. One emotion is felt between these two. Happiness, relief, and victory at your decomposition. Violet and Emerald, you will now have your last stand, your death soliloquy. I had a feeling, and I had a feeling Tyler was gonna lose. 
I never got to my goal. I lost everything that I thought I had in the midst of my own depravity in my own world. And I hope you all die. <laughs> Would you like uh, explain? What? So you can. So because you're dead, um, you can either choose to give or withhold an experience point for Mashru and Yaku. What is your decision? We were gonna help do, you. Do, we were gonna. Do help I remember? Do they I? They were pretty bro. bro <laughs> like, we, were like, we were like all about they were trying tight. to help you out. We were nice. Your memories back. But don't let them, like, persuade you. Just that That's just the context. No, let us persuade you. Don't listen to them, I mean, I want to use a manipulation check here. He's dead. Yeah, so I want to use a manipulation check. <laughs> combine theatrics and intimidation. And bartering. And thievery. I want to steal that, that point. I want to steal that point. All right, Tyler, it's your decision. Violet Nemeral. Will you bless Yaku and Mashru on their weird journey? No. <laughs> no! <laughs> and thus we you shall end the fourth session of the three scald saga with five experience points. Guys, oh, that's right. we got five it's been a great pleasure. I'm glad to have you on board. Tyler, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Tyler? Yeah, no, I would have been fine without you coming here. Tyler, do you have a place? <laughs> Tyler. Do you have a place where you can, we can find your music? Anywhere online you'd like to put on one Um, You can find me at YouTube, YouTube under Tyler Matthews. Tyler Matthews. And we'll put a link in the description. Uh, likewise, there will be a link in the description to our subscription service. I'm not sure what it will be yet mm-hmm. as of right now. Um, we'll probably have links to our different music stuff in there too. Mm-hmm. But the one place you should definitely go if you want to have an experience such as this is exaltedfuneral.com where you can purchase the Epic of Dreams for yourself and experience unbound immersive roleplay. Uh, until next time, Yaku, Mashru, uh, Brutal. 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 May your sagas be vehement and glorious. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>